Hello, welcome to the Healthy Alternatives podcast. I am Dr. Christine Sauer with DocChristine.com. Today's show is a recording of my radio show of the same name. Enjoy! Good afternoon, this is Dr. Christine Sauer, your host of the show Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOEFM with live stream on communityradio.ca every Thursday at 12 noon Atlantic Standard Time. Thanks for tuning in today. In this show, I will talk mostly with guests about all aspects of health, healthcare and wellness, from conventional to alternative and everything in between. My mission for this radio show is to help change people's lives for the better by informing them about different options to get and stay healthy and well so they can choose for themselves which option might work in their case. And if you feel you are stuck in a dark place, I want to tell you, don't give up. There is a light at the end of the tunnel for you too. Today, I'm extremely pleased to be with Mary Sanger, who will be talking with me about Tai Chi, her experience with it, and the Fang Loi Kok Taoist Tai Chi Society. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I'm very pleased to be here with you. I'm very pleased too, and it has been a while before I finally got to talk about Tai Chi on my show, which is one, well, it is really my favorite sport. I'm doing it only for two years, but it has really grown on me and become my favorite sports or movement to do. Tell me a little bit how long you have been doing it, how you started on it, and what benefits you found, and how you like it, how you started Well, it's almost 20 years, not quite 20 years, that I've been practicing um, Taoist Tai Chi. And I I guess when I first started, um, I I didn't have any idea that it would become a lifetime practice. Um, We think we can go and learn something, reap the benefits, and then never just go home and, and do it on our own. That's not quite the way Tai Chi works. I'd had an accident many years ago where I fell on my head. And it left me with a painful neck and uh, nerve damage in in my right arm especially and in my left arm so that I permanently have some muscles that are no longer stimulated and they, they don't work. Um, so I, I was a teacher and working at the time and life was just difficult even after all of the uh, medical procedures were finished and uh, I was back at work and I just needed to find something that could help me manage um, what really is a chronic situation. It's the damage is there and I had to find something that would help me live with it so that I'm not taking pain medication all the time and so Mm. on. And um, I had limited movement in my neck and my arms at that point and um, a colleague of my husband, um, who's a much younger person than I am and does Taoist Tai Chi because she's she's arthritic, said, Mary, go and try. She said, you know, it's not invasive. It's The people are lovely. You'll enjoy it. Just go and see. You never know. It might help. And so I went, and truly, um, I haven't looked back. It was an enormous help to this next situation and, uh, you know, has... has has helped me um, 
do things, just do ordinary tasks with, uh, which mu- with much more comfort than I was able to do them. And once I started to see that I could, I could move better, I could do simple things like sweep the floor, or do some ironing, um, read a book without, um, without sort of in, impacting the neck so that I was having more pain. That certainly kept me going for a long time. And I think most of us who start this practice, there comes a point when it really doesn't matter um, whether you're getting that direct kind of help or not, although certainly that's there. You just fall in love with the art and with the practice. And for me, unlike some other forms of body movement, There's no end to it. It's an art, not an exercise in that sense, although it certainly does exercise the body. But it's an art, and like any other art, um, you practice for your lifetime, and you improve for your lifetime. So that's how I got started, and those are some of the reasons that I continue. Wow, that is really a wonderful report on how you did it. And I just want to ask you, because I remember when I first had the first experience with Tai Chi, it wasn't really, I, I didn't continue and I'll share why. It was over 20 years ago in Halifax. I went to a beginner's course and I felt completely overwhelmed, confused, and I just quit, which was a big mistake. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and, and I, I know... Even the beginners now, they feel overwhelmed and confused. And, and the reason I, what was the reason that you kept on doing it? Because you must have felt the same way when we all start, we do a set and we say, I have no idea how that works. Uh, oh, my goodness. That is, I just, I'm smiling because I remember <laughs> I went with a friend who, who no longer practices, probably from, because of some of the same feelings that you just described. But we would call each other the morning after class and say, what was it we did last night? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but, you know, I, I don't know. There, I, I, I've been blessed with good instructors, and, and most of our instructors are, Wonderful. are very good. And there came a point when I decided my, my, my instinct is, to do, to want to do, to know everything about something, and to know it yesterday. Do you know what I mean? It's that's oh, yes. my that's my normal personality, and um, this training helps you put some of that aside if you mm-hmm. stick with it long enough. It's it it really does. So, uh, and I didn't want to see anybody have anybody see me make a fool of myself by by not being able to do these moves and not knowing what came came next and so on. So. I would try to get a corner in the room where nobody could see me, and I realized after a few classes that the instructor was always going to see me, but where I was, I wasn't going to be able to see this instructor very well. (laughs) So so I thought, okay, you know, just get with this. You're going to give this a serious try. You've got this problem that you, you need help with, and... If you're going to do this seriously, let's just do it. And never mind if you make a fool of yourself. So I got right up there in the front row behind Good the instructor. For you. And, and you will probably have experienced the same that I did in yeah. the same situation. 
Nobody yeah. laughs about you and says, oh, you're a fool. You can't even remember where the feet go. You ended no. up in the wrong direction. Everybody's so nice. I must it, say, it's a wonderful group of people, too. It is. And what they will do if you're with people when you start out, if you're with, and, and I was, and I, that, that was a blessing, too. They just put you between two people that oh. know what they're doing, kind of. That's and very so, helpful. And, and it is helpful, and their energy carries you along, and... Uh, Gradually, you might know one or two steps, and so you practice those at home. And the other thing is that that I very quickly found out that nobody expected me ever to be perfect, ever. To this day, nobody expects me to be perfect. And I have a feeling none of us will be ever perfect, and I like that aspect. It's exactly right, because um, as as you progress, your, your body will change. The way you're able to approach the set and the moves in the set will change. Mm-hmm. What you're able to do inside those moves will change. And so you never reach the limit. You never reach the end of, of what you're learning. And so there is no perfection. There's just the path. That's all. That's the path. And that's basically yeah. what Tao means. Yes. Uh, the path and the way. Tao is the way. And that you learn that over time and the reason I stayed this time two years ago when I reconnected with Tai Chi was the same as you said I was with a friend my best friend said let's go to Tai Chi and I said that's a good idea so we went and we both felt the same way overwhelmed and when I wanted to quit she says hey come on next week is again I'm just as confused, she said. I have no idea where my feet should go. <laughs> but we had a wonderful instructor, and she said, hey, just do the set with us, and at the end, just uh, put your feet the same way as everybody else, and you did good. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, uh, at some point, um, we used to, we, I, I wasn't fortunate enough to know Master Moy, but mm. many of my instructors did know him wow. and, and and took training from him and were, you know we're very very lucky to have been able mm-hmm. to do that but you know what one of them told me once is that master moore used to say that you need to practice for 10 years and until 10 years you're a beginner oh yes i believe that yeah after 10 years you're ready to learn and, and i i you know being me at the beginning I would say, no way, that's not going to happen to me. That's just not true. But I'm going to tell you, it is true. And uh, um, it's very true. And so you learn, I guess, first of all, patience with yourself. And um, as you're learning that, that kind of rubs off. So you learn patience with other people. It's a very profound teaching, um, very profound in so many, and at so many levels. I, I, I completely agree, and uh, having been with it only two years, I'm certainly a beginner, although I'm starting to remember the set now. <laughs> so there you and, go. <laughs> and you live in Toronto. I had the fortune to meet you in Halifax on the yes. beginners, and uh, no, not on the nationals, and it was an amazing experience for me as a bloody beginner <laughs> to experience uh, the the really the true Tai Chi and the, the movements he experienced, how they seem to flow. It's, it's It looked the same as Master Moi when you look at him on YouTube and he seems to float across the ground. It is yes. wonderful. And yes, yes uh, when I do my set, it looks a little bit different. <laughs> 
but nobody laughs at it, uh, and uh, I certainly do myself. But <laughs> <laughs> and I found a great group besides my best friend who's still with us, and she had similar problems with you. She had an accident, and she has constant neck pain and Tai Chi her doctor actually recommended it and said go try it because yes. she can't do regular exercise it's just too hard yes the uh, the movement is so gentle to start with and the other thing about it unlike many other forms it's 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 doesn't you're not you're not made to hold any position mm. for any length of time it's it's constant the movement is constant and I think for people who have chronic pain especially in the neck that business of not having to hold on too long in any one mm. position is 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 very helpful because it still helps you to move, but it doesn't keep you in a position where you're uncomfortable for any length of time. So well, that is uh, that is a very important point. And I know myself. I tried yoga, and I have chronic back pain. Well, I had. I overcame it with the help of Tai Chi, among mm -hmm. others. And I found even with a good body awareness, with yoga, just trying to do the best I could, I got back pain from it. Mm -hmm. And Tai Chi does the opposite. So yes. uh, I, I really feel that's the sport for me. Other people may feel differently, and that's completely fine. And this brings us to the end of the first half of today's broadcast here on 97.5 CIO EFM Community Radio. Please tune in after the commercial break for more about Tai Chi with Mary Sanger. Hello and welcome back to Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIO EFM or on the web at communityradio.ca. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer, and today I'm talking with Mary Sanger about Tai Chi in general and about her experience with it. She told me in the first half, uh, Mary, you told me that you're doing Tai Chi for a good 20 years and had many benefits. And in the break, you shared something about a bad event that happened uh, and that uh, you persevered. Tell, tell us a little bit about that, please. Yes, it's, uh, I think we often say that practicing Tai Chi is like putting money in the bank as far as your health is concerned, because things, I'm 76 now, and at my age, things can happen, and when they happen, they sometimes happen very suddenly. So out of a clear blue sky, um, I've never had arthritic hips. Uh, at all, and I was having this really terrible pain in my hip, and it took them. Uh, I couldn't. I start. I stopped being able to walk. This was last October, and uh, awful pain. And it took them uh, from October until I had my. They operated on the hip in December to find out what was happening, uh, because the first X-rays showed a perfectly normal hip, and six weeks after those first X-rays. Um, the hip had been completely destroyed. Oh my God. And it turned out that I had somehow acquired a massive infection hmm. um, in that hip 
uh, which developed a niliopsoas abscess and destroyed the hip. Um, so from the end of October until the third surgery in March, I had not been able to walk. Um, I'd lost a lot of weight. Mm. Uh, I couldn't stand up. I could barely stand up, let alone walk anywhere. And after the third surgery in March, when the surgeon put in a cement temporary um, uh, hip thing that, that was packed with antibiotics because mm. I, I still had to have them, um, I, was, I was able then to start practicing walking in a walker. And as soon as I could do that, um, I started going to my instructor in Halifax back to class Sunday morning to chant and to do with a little bit of Tai Chi I could do. And sometimes that would be just standing in the walker and doing uh, four or five danus and then just sitting in the chair and happily watching the, the class go on. But gradually, daily practice at home and going to class and increasing what I could do um, put me back on my feet. I wasn't expected to be able to walk without a walker until I have my last surgery, which is coming up soon. But I am walking without a walker. In the house, I don't even use a cane, even though one leg is shorter and my pelvis is tipped and and misaligned from, from the movement in the bones when, when all of this happened to me. So I thank Tai Chi for these past months getting me back on my feet. Mm. Um, and the support of that community, I think, is something I want to say through this. Support to my husband, support to me. Uh, they're just they just wrap their arms around you and get you through. So you you almost float through not on your own will, but on the on the will and the and the and the care and concern of that community. And I know Christine, you've seen them, you've met the people, mm. and you know what I'm telling you is true. I absolutely know we are a big family, and uh, it's important to know that this Taoist movement is all over the world. It is, and and the practice of it, I think, has, at my age, you know, as my GP said, at my age, this could have finished me, and mm -hmm. she said it would have finished a goodly number of her patients, and it's because of this practice, and because I had been practicing every single day of my life for the last 20 years, um, it's because that was in my body, It's and because I got back to it as soon as I can that I'm, I'm looking at this surgery with good, strong legs again and a healthy body, and I know I'm just going to sail right through it and be back to as, what passes for me for normal anyway. So um, it's, it's, I cannot say enough about the physical benefits um, of, the, of the practice. And the, the other thing I'd like to say is that we call it a dual cultivation. It's a... When we cultivate the body, when we physically improve the body, um, the, the, in, in the philosophy behind um, Taoist Tai Chi, there's not really a distinction between body, spirit, and mind. Mm. And um, you, whether you realize it or not, but slowly, 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 something good happens in your mind. So that when all of this happened to me... Um, and I was, I was, I was, when, when it was happening to me and when I, when I was at the point where I was starting to recover, the training helps you not to grieve too much for things you might think you've lost. It helps you to see what you have 
and what you know that can help you look at the future and how you can get better for the future. It's a, and not I'm not just saying this. My daughter, my son, my husband all noticed this. In fact, my daughter, in tears, said, Mom, you've carried this whole family. I don't know how you've done it. We were all so terrified, and you've carried us. Well, I didn't carry them. Um, it's, the, it's the training I've had mm. that, that helped me not dwell too much on, on, on things I can't change, but to help me to focus on the things that I can do. And it's a very big part of the training that mm. we have. And it's a wonderful part of being part of such a supportive, friendly community. And it's really no age limit. There's young people can benefit from it, be it for the spiritual aspect, the stress relief, for energy balance or the meditative aspect. And when you get older, you may more be after balance, strength, endurance, flexibility, and it even helps the brain develop new uh, synapses, as I always say, the neuroplasticity aspect. And, and it helps you to get become aware of your body, really how it works, how it feels when you move it. And I know in our group, the oldest lady, I think she's 93, God love her, she still does Tai Chi and she is walking around looking after herself <laughs> and lovely, lovely, lovely person. And, I, yes. and we have one lady, she just started, she's younger, she had a severe accident and she's in pain just starting to exercise and she has to lay down in the middle of the set because she just can't bear the, 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 the muscle cramps that she's getting all the time. So I think the story that you told our listeners, how you started in the walker and slowly, slowly, slowly improved again, that is so empowering to people like her. Yes, and and the other thing too, uh, Christine, is that you probably noticed we don't even notice the differences in ages. We're we're just all together. It's, oh yes, it's it's it's, it's wonderful that way. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the few organizations that I know of that that the, those differences are just they're just not there. They're, no. they, you know, we all practice together. And, and really the level where you are at, if you are a beginner or if you are 20, 30, 40 years into it, you are all the same, we are all the same, we are all lovely people, we love each other and Taoism is really about loving each other and I, I obviously I read about it and it is a wonderful, it's not a religion, it's a spiritual tradition. And every religion really is embraced by it. It's, 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 it's a great, great form of spiritual exercise, meditative exercise, and body movement. Yes, and, you know, I mean, for our organization, which is uh, the more you investigate it, the, the more you find out what a, an extraordinarily fine organization it is. But, you know, two of its main goals, one is to alleviate suffering and the other is to help other people. Mm. And that really is at the heart of everything that happens in that organization. It's because the, I think, I don't know if your listeners know, Christine, but there, there no instructor except, mm. no instructors paid mm. to, do, to do the teaching. They're all volunteers. Uh, it's, it's all volunteer mm. work. And Master Moy wanted it that way because when you have a teacher 
who's who's willing to give that time and not only give that time but because in our organization when we instruct we have to commit to our own training and we our training has to be ongoing and even more serious than if if we weren't doing the instruction but you get a person who's committed to the art who believes in the art and who is teaching from their heart uh, so it's because it's not for any physical reward or any right. any monetary reward. It's because it's for the love of the art and and because that person cares about other people. So to me, that's a very fine thing and uh, and such a fine spirit that we have. Now that's an important point, and that brings us to the end of the show. And before we wrap up, I want to thank you so much, Mary, for coming on the show. And for all that feel they might be moved by it and want to try Tai Chi, beginners' courses are starting all over Canada, probably the world. You can go on their website at www.taoist.org and look for your city and your uh, your class. And the cost is very affordable. As I said, we are all volunteers. The, the instructors are volunteers. And uh, please uh, fig- look it up. And uh, just now, on if you're in the Halifax area, I want to share that this weekend coming up, uh, February 2nd to 3rd, I believe, uh, Saturday and Sunday from 1 to 4 in the center, North Park Street, is a beginner's intensive where you can just be among other beginners uh, and I'm doing Tai Chi for two years. I'm a beginner, as you said. I'll be there and uh, check it out again. (laughs) (laughs) Can't hurt. And you always meet nice people. That's one of the main benefits. So thank you again, Mary. You are so very welcome. It's been my pleasure, Christine. And I really hope that the Taoist Tai Chi gets more uh, into the mainstream and gets better known as a very great form of movement. So if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to contact me with any questions, thoughts, comments or suggestions. Or if you'd like to contact Mary or anybody else from the Taoist uh, Tai Chi Society, I'll be happy to connect you. My email here is christine at communityradio.ca or you can contact me through my website docchristine.com and I'm always grateful for feedback. I also want to extend a special thank you to today's producers, Jim Francis and Mary Stacy. Thank you. And thank you all for listening to Healthy Alternatives. You might not know this, but this is a volunteer-run nonprofit radio station. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer. Tune in next Thursday at noon on 97.5 CIOEFM Community Radio with live stream on communityradio.ca for the next episode. Goodbye and have a great day.